0: Hey folks, my name is Ike Morgan and we are Down in Alabama. Now, we're literally Down in Alabama, covering as much news as we can from Lookout Mountain to Mobile Bay. And Down in Alabama is also the name of our show. We spend about three to five minutes daily going over a handful of news and culture stories that are a mix of the top stories and maybe the most overlooked stories and sometimes just the most Alabama stories of the day. Now, there's not a strict definition of what the most Alabama stories of the day are, but you know them when you see them. So y'all come on by and give us a listen and bring a sense of humor because we take the news seriously, but not ourselves. The show is called Down in Alabama, and we're available wherever you listen to your podcasts. For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic. As the novel coronavirus wreaks havoc in Alabama and across the world, these are the stories of those seeking to survive the disease and its economic strain. Today we hear from Dr. Clinton Hubbard Jr., senior pastor at First United Methodist Church in Tuscaloosa.
1: It may seem like during difficult moments that God has forsaken us, has abandoned us, but God hasn't.
0: In April 2019, Hubbard became the first black pastor in the congregation's 201-year history. He's been a minister in the United Methodist Church for nearly 40 years and was also a district superintendent. Since March, churches across Alabama have been closed for public worship. Just two months ago, Governor Kay Ivey said churches must continue to stay closed in the immediate future as part of her Safer at Home order. And with the pandemic and the national unrest related to the death of George Floyd and others, Some people are struggling with their faith and with their spiritual strength, looking to church for answers. Dr. Hubbard, this is a difficult period in America right now, and with Alabama and Tuscaloosa specifically, as cases continue to rise in the area. Add to that the national unrest related to the death of George Floyd and the protests for racial justice. There's also a divisive political climate in an election year, and there's just so much out there creating anxiety for people and challenging their spiritual strength. So I'll put it broadly first off. At times like these, where can people find God in comfort if they're struggling?
1: Where can they find God? God is there. God is here. God is with us. I think we have to be aware and intentional about the fact that God is present with us at all times. It may seem like during difficult moments that God has forsaken us, has abandoned us, but God hasn't. That's why I think it's so crucial that during times like this that we reach out to others, be it a prayer partner, uh, accountability partner, but reach out to others to strengthen and deepen our faith walk with God and to grow with each other so that, as the biblical passage says, iron sharpens iron, so that we can grow in our walk with God. It is hard during this time because I think in the real sense we want to see tangible evidence that if God is good, why is God allowing this to happen? And I like to change it around that God is good, that God is with us as we go through this So we can't, you know, it's hard when you're going through something to, in a real sense, to see very clearly. But the challenge would be to intentionally focus on God, his goodness, and to rest in the promise that God is with us and he'll never leave us alone.
0: Well, in First Methodist Church, seems to have embraced the digital element of coronavirus, holding worship online each Sunday through Facebook and YouTube and your website. What's been the biggest challenge in making that instant transition, and and what has surprised you about the success that you've had
1: with it? Well, the biggest challenge has been doing it, just actually doing it. The growing pains in getting it done. I think we've seen, like, the first few weeks, you had a little technological glitches, but we worked our way through them. The successes that we're seeing is that we're reaching far more people. You know, one of the things that really encouraged my heart was one day, you know, we monitored every week where people are watching, how many people we look at the numbers, we analyze the numbers, and people responded that there was individuals from, west coast watching us and shortly thereafter we received financial contributions from those from the west coast saying just thank you for the ministry is ministering to us and it's like there's plenty of a seed in our ministry you know one of the things i've been sharing with our staff and also the church this is our quote unquote new normal it's here and we've got to embrace it so we're taking advantage of it trying to be creative because it's gonna be the means by which we can reach more people for Christ.
0: What is the church's current plan as of now when it comes to in person worship?
1: Well, we're working through. We've got some we're planning, we got guidelines established what will it look like once we return back to in person worship. you know we're following the C D C guidelines. There'll be things like, you know, wearing a face covering, wearing a mask, uh social distancing. Uh we have um you know, for the most part our our digital technology will be at the forefront of all of this because there'll be no bulletins, no no hymnals, no no Bibles, anything out there. Everybody will ask to be bring their own Bibles, you need one, but everything is gonna be digital. We're gonna be utilizing the, the screens to project the music and other stuff. We're working through also dismissals, orderly dismissal. We had a funeral here at the church the other week, and it gave us the opportunity to look at the things that we had been planning, our guidelines, and we were able to utilize them. I even got a message today, a note today from someone, not even affiliated with this church from out of town, saying, you all did a wonderful job. I like the way you were all able to get us in, get us out, no problem. So we feel good about our plan, We feel good about the logistics involved. Once we do resume in-person worship, I think we can handle it. We're still planning, and we're in a good
0: place with that. Well, and the church is encouraging members to help their neighbors, their family, their friends, whether that's running errands at the grocery store, picking up prescriptions, sending letters or cards. What are some things that you've seen from your congregation that has encouraged you to keep spirits high while also working to lower the risk of spreading the virus.
1: Oh, wonderful. Each week, we, we project in our worship services the ways that we're being the hands and feet in our community. And we've, we've got a broad reach. We're trying to make an impact on individuals, impact in our communities, impact with agencies, uh, with the hospitals. We're, you know, we're, we're trying to be the hands and feet, uh, we're trying to be Jesus with skin on. To, to other people. And as a result, wow, the testimonials, the, the witnessing, the stories that people are sharing, how our church is making a difference, how we help. We've also had the Blood Drive, Red Crossing for Blood Drive twice. Uh, we're going down to many different agencies, working out. We, we, we're just looking for ways that during this time, during this pandemic, that we can encourage people by being of assistance and help. To them and with them.
0: Well, and one thing the church says that members can do right now is pray for the nation, for the world, for leaders, healthcare workers, and, and people who are vulnerable during the pandemic. What makes prayer such a powerful tool right now?
1: Because prayer is our connection to God, and also it is our connection. To and with others. When we pray, we're, we're we're pouring out our hearts to God about our concerns, our thanksgivings, and also we're praising him for the help that he's giving us during this time. There's peace. There's a comfort. i put it like this. Individuals, when individuals are in love, they like each other, and they share in communication with each other. There's a calmness. There's a peace, encouragement that comes from that conversation the same with god even more so that when we're able to communicate with god it gives us the encouragement to hey, everything's going to be okay that god is with us god is listening and that god is concerned about us and so we can't stress that enough i've also even been talking with um, some of our pastors about doing something as it relates to prayer with our congregation and our community I've also participated with the Tuscaloosa Prayer Network for our greater community with the way of praying for different uh, individuals during this challenging, uncertain time.
0: Well, and finally, all of the positivity is really encouraging. It's needed right now, but we mentioned earlier the struggle that people are going through. And the church website notes that, Limiting our interactions with others during the pandemic might take a toll on our mental health. And the church is offering tips on coping with isolation and loneliness. And uh, that includes confidential conversations with pastors and church staffers. For people who are going through that struggle in in loneliness and the the difficulty with isolation, what is your message to them?
1: What I would tell them to do is please reach out. Don't try to bear it uh, on your own please reach out reach out to the pastors here at the church professional counselors please reach out you're not in it, this struggle by yourself we are here to help we love you we're concerned about you and we want to share that message with the individuals in other words we want to represent God to these individuals that you're not alone I can't stress it enough as a result of this pandemic and a result of sheltering in place, there's going to be a lot of, quote unquote, uh, mental situations that we need to deal with. And we want to be ready so that we can respond, so that we can encourage people and help people during this time.
0: Dr. Hubbard, thank you so much for the time.
1: Sure. Anytime, being, I appreciate it. Thank you for asking.
0: To learn more about First United Methodist Church in Tuscaloosa, visit fumct.org. If you or anyone you know is affected by coronavirus and want to share your story, please email bflanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact Alabama, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate us and write a review. Thanks for listening.